everybody, it's time again for the Mikey and Al podcast. I'm Mikey. I'm Al. <laughs> you gotta be Nick. Am I supposed to be Nick? You have to I be. Can't you gotta suffer. I can't consent. It's a team building exercise. <laughs> can't consent. What are you guys up to? What are you, what were you guys doing this week? Oh. It's been a good week. Oh. It's coming into the uh what are we uh, we we got now we got the um we got the fall holidays coming up. Yes, sir. Not? So, I mean, you know. Holiday season. Is, yeah. yeah we got you know, the... Leaves blowing around on the yep. streets, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, one of the things that I, I, you and I talked about, um, which was interesting, and I, I think maybe a lot of people would want to know about it, is um, you were on King of the Hill. Remember that? that yes. That episode. Yes. Give us a little insight. What happened there? How did that come about? What did um, did somebody reach out to you? Was a producer reach out to you, or it was just like a uh, phone call? How did that come? How did that happen? I think they reached out to Orange County Choppers. Uh, okay. You know, through through uh, Discovery. Okay. And it's sort of a cross promotional thing that they would do, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, we wound up being on the show as ourselves. Um. Yeah, the main character uses us as some sort of a uh, promotional ploy to uh, beat out the competition. And uh, we show up in the beginning, and, uh, you know, all hell breaks loose. So is there a creative Uh, guy who's writing the episode that you, I mean, do you have to approve the episode? Because in terms of how, you know, dynamics of how it works, how was it created? I mean, were you like, okay, uh, I like how I'm being... You know, characterized or or no, you either do it or you don't. You either you do yeah, or you pre-written. Don't. Yeah, because it's their shit. You know, well, that's cool. Yeah, which I understand, and it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, we did. We didn't get that. I didn't get to meet any of the cast or anything like that. But we did a uh, over the phone um, rehearsal. So okay. I was on the phone with uh, was it Mila Kunis and uh, and Tom Petty. Uh, with Mila Kunis and Tom Petty. Yeah. Uh, and I could Tom- say I was on the phone with them. You were on the phone with Tom Petty and Mila Kunis. Yep, who were cast members of the show. Really? Yeah. So how did that go? What was the dynamic? You were like, I mean, when the phone call comes in, you're sort of like, okay, hello, Mila, hello, Tom, or what? I mean, was there a little, you know, intro that you got to sort of talk to one another, or was just straight into, you know, casting? Just hello, 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 and then bang. Yeah, really? Because right there's about six, six or seven parties on this line, you know. Okay. So there has to be order. You can't just step out and start speaking. Okay. So it was just basically a script readover, you know? Okay. So did you have to um, basically practice your script or? I think I had one line, which was like rock and roll. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something absurd, you know? Oh, cool. You know, which I practiced 19 times the day before. I'm like, oh, I, better, I better get my cue. Rock and roll. You know? And you're all That's nervous. That's pretty cool. So Mila Kunis and Tom Petty. Tom Petty. How did they come into that uh, that dynamic? And Mike Judge, right? He's the yeah. voice of Hank Hill, I believe so. Yeah, He's- I wasn't even a big fan of the show at the time, and then later on when they were playing it on uh, on Cartoon ne- uh, Cartoon Network at night, the Adult, right. adult Swim, there, uh, I really got into it. I think he's really creative. I mean, yeah. Mike Judge, he created The Office, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, uh, no, off, he, he made the movie Office Space. Office Space. Yeah. Office Space. Okay. Office Space. All and right. uh, Beavis and Butthead. And, and uh, Butthead. he did a movie called Id- Idiocracy, too, which is really sharp. Okay. It just shows how people decline over, you know, like we're just declining. Yeah. You know, Beavis and Butthead was like a cultural icon for... 
I think probably in the late 80s yeah. into the early 90s. I think it's trying to uh, grab a reassert, you know, resurgence, yeah. uh, uh, you know, right now. But um, so anyway, we had we have um, so you didn't have the opportunity. I mean, it, it was it was cast through um, Discovery. So you weren't yeah. you didn't meet Michael. Jo there was no. Hey, you know, um, yeah, we're you gonna fly to, out, and we're gonna show you these scripts, and we're gonna right. take you out for a good time on, you know, on nothing like that strip, nothing like that. Nope. So who was in the? Well, uh, they send a guy. That? They send a sound engineer to the shop, you know, to like pad out a room. And I'm just, not gonna lie to you. I don't. I didn't see the. I, I want to see it. I didn't see it. Um, who was actually portrayed in the episode? Was it you? Your, your, your myself, your, my father, my brother. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So how was it? How was it accepted in terms of um, were they all cool with it? In terms of the end, you know, the end result, they were like, okay, this looks really cool. Because I know your pop sometimes can be a little bit like, you know what, fuck this. I don't, yeah. you know, uh, you I don't know, like it. I don't think he, I don't think he was. Uh, no, he. Uh, we were all happy with it. All right, cool. We knew we knew what we were getting into. Gotcha. It was a pretty successful show at the time. You know, it was on prime time. So how does that translate though? Let's say you're on Discovery. Uh -huh. Which you guys were, and they want you to do an offshoot into this King of the Hill kind of a thing. Yeah. So, is it something that you guys can say, you know what? Hey, wait a minute, it's not part of the contract. You guys can say, you know what? Um, we're choosing to be part of this, and you know, you got to give us a little, uh, uh, you know, you got to give us a little, a little dollar or two. Uh, what's the question again? <laughs> what I'm saying is dollar two. It, it, I know what I'm saying is when you when you're on Discovery and then you you offset that to let's say a a, a separate entity is that part of the contract or basically they have the oh. ability to say you know what we want you to go do that and you got to be okay with it or are you able to say you know what um, you know based upon us being part of this King of the you. Hill kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, we, which rightfully so. Sure. Are you able to say, you know what? Hey, give us a, you know, a dollar or two. I guess. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, think, I think OCC was able to do that <laughs> on my behalf. Sure. I got you, brother. So basically you're like, all right, I don't fucking know. I just was part of it. No, you know, it, it was always a give and take thing, you know? Yeah. You always want to make the, the uh, network happy, right? Yeah. You want yeah. to keep the relationship going there. So it's always really, instead of the, the hard word with, with contracts, it's usually just the diplomatic obligation. I got you. You want to continue a good relationship, you know, and then exposure's good, so, you, you know, you're getting that cross-promotion. I got you. Uh, I think, yeah. you know, you, for stuff like that in talk shows, you might get a couple hundred dollars, you know, because they have to officially pay you, but really the value's in the cross-promotion. I agree. Right. And okay. Whether or not you I really want to do it's up to you, but then Discovery will stop asking you, okay, we don't, we, we don't ask them to do anything anymore because they just keep saying no. Okay, know? all right. And they hand it off to another guy who gets... It does make promotion. sense. So the cross promotion with uh, the king of the king of the hills, um, you know, audience, sort, I guess, would flow that, you know, that audience over to OCC too. So it, it, sure. it is sort of like a, you know, a one hand washes the other kind of a thing. I get that. Yeah, they're both I similar audiences too. Yeah. So it really it made sense to uh, try and share. Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So Mila Kunis, I mean, she is. I think she's. Smoking. No, she's hot. She really is. She really is. But Tom Petty, though? I mean, geez. Yeah. He was yeah. on the line. I forgot he was a cast member, too, because...
He plays like a, a, a lazy, good for nothing kind of guy. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. And Tom you forget it's Tom Petty. You know, until wow. you hear him on the other line, you know, that fiber optic crackle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's got a unique Ooh, voice. He's always had. Yeah, you know. Exactly. That's Bob Dylan. You know but what? I think he modeled his voice after Bob. It amazes me how Tom Petty, who, I mean, we all, I mean, I'm a big fan of in terms of music and whatnot. Eddie waited <sighs> till he fit. Okay. Yeah. But how Michael Judge could key in on Tom Petty to be part of that, uh, you know that that whole oh yeah that whole king of the hill kind of a thing dun, 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 dun. yeah mm. hey you know, yeah exactly yeah. I mean how how do you get how how do you coincide Tom Petty uh, with King of the Hill so I mean I think that's very cool that Michael Judge was able to do that right and Tom Petty was gracious enough to say you know what I want to be part of it and I think that's awesome it's been a cool gig for him it's yep. been a very cool gig uh, for him. Johnny Hardwick. The voice actor for Dale recently died. And I think in August he passed away. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oops, sorry. Oh, Dale was the talkative one? Dale was the one with the orange hat, with the sunglasses all the time. Mm, okay. Mumbler. Yeah. Mumbler. Uh, He'd come in Mumbler. and he just wouldn't say any. He would say things, but Terry they wouldn't Trump really make sense. Tom, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would say it in a very, you know, the King of the Hill way. Yeah. I think, you can, I mean, I think Michael Judge is a genius. I mean... He, uh, what was it, Beavis and Butthead that he, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and then he are, went right to something great. wholesome, which is really yeah. interesting and had a lot of success. It's the last wholesome show to be very successful. I think. Which like, you got to give someone a lot of credit. True, true. It's easy just to, uh, you know, throw out a bunch of vulgarity and entertain people. I think Beavis and Butthead was a cultural phenomenon for a period of time. And now it's starting to sort of research. I, I wonder if he has anything in the, um, you know, sort of in his back pocket to bring that, that, those two characters back. Um, Didn't they have... I thought they had a movie recently. Yeah, they are back. Yeah, they had a movie for sure. All right. Well, that shows you... Uh, or a show. <laughs> it might be a, it might be a full show still. Learning wow. to fly. Yeah, I think it's like Mike, Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead. He, he came back and he's got his name directly on there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. So anyway, I think that's awesome. I mean, the King of the Hill thing with the LCC project and whatnot, I think that's awesome that you were able to do that. I think I'm having an acid flashback. Oh, yeah? Well, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm on acid right now. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't drop anything in his coffee. We're good. Bullshit. I think, you know, it's one of those last classic Americana type shows that yeah. exists, you know, like hamburgers, hot dogs. Uh, baseball. Cowboys, baseball, stuff like that. You Cowboys don't get that baseball, anymore. Because America changed. I that. don't disagree. I think it is. It's, it's one of those, you know, all-American kind of a, kind of a shows and whatnot. Hot I could dogs. Go. Yeah, I could hot go dogs. for one. Hot dogs. Absolutely. Hot dogs. What are, we do? what are we talking about hot dogs? What do we I got missed hot out on dogs? hot dogs this summer. I haven't had a hot dog yet. Really? And summer's over. What a weirdo. I need an early full hot dog. I'll give you okay, my hot so dog. You want to help me? <laughs> what is... <laughs> what I say... It was there for the picking. What is the hot dog? Okay, so we're doing, ha okay, barbecue, what are we doing? Hot dogs, hamburgers, we doing, what, what is the mainstay? You always have to have a hot dog. doesn't matter what. Got to right? have a hot dog. Got to have a hot dog. Have a snapper. Have a snapper. You a, can't have, bread. you can't have hamburgers without hot dogs, correct? Not at a good barbecue. I don't think you, you can. You can't have friends over and just, oh, we're having hot dogs. Like, right. well, why do you, why not even come over? Especially if they have kids because you're going to have a hot dog. But no. what kind of hot dog do you want? Uh, because what the hot dog consists of, you have those. I lips and assholes. Yeah, but you know what? But what is a good hot dog? Sabrat. Sabrat. 
Sobriety is. I'm a sobriety guy. Yeah. You gotta have a you gotta you gotta have a hot dog. Now, how do you cook your hot dog? That's another big question. Boil. You like boiled hot dogs? Yeah. I gotta disagree. Ben said he microwaves hot dogs. I cannot. Which I, I did as a youth. Yeah, I also you put it in water. Splits them and it turns them more into bacon. You oh, guys, like a jerky. You guys are fucking blasphemous. Yeah, we're scuzzy. So, but you did this just like on a plate, the hot dog on a plate in yeah, the microwave. Yeah, you put it in a, in a plate oh, or, or I, I in a paper not. towel just in case it explodes. So I put it in the water, right? I put it in the water in a bowl in the microwave, and then that that's just a quick. It's a quick boil. It yeah, is that's, the, the, what you guys that's too just, classy. What you guys just <laughs> like a science kid thing. You guys just fucking mutilated a hot dog. There is no way to fucking like a cook pinky a hot dog. up Nick with his hot I dog mean, cooker. That's they are already not, mutilated. How do you not fucking? There's the, there's only one way to do a hot dog. Yeah, and guess what? It's papaya's way in the city. And how is it? Ooh, Grace papaya, right? Correct. World renowned. What do they do with the hot dog? And they papaya grill dog. Grill the hot dog. There's no better way to eat a hot dog unless it's grilled, because a grilled hot dog doesn't have that expansion and whatnot. When you fucking boil a hot dog, that's just nasty. Probably lose quite a bit of the uh, calorie. Well, it's not even the calorie, the flavor. So I think, you know, in my opinion, you gotta have to uh, sear it and it locks in the the, the, uh, juice and without the swell, so it probably has a more dense flavor without being. And you can't have those jumbo fucking hot dogs either. You gotta have a a nice Sabret's hot dog. Yeah, you grill it. You can't have an Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer tastes like tastes like shit. Oscar Mayer. Or do you like Oscar Mayer? I didn't mean we we get it at the stores. We don't get Sabret's at the stores. I don't nope. know why, uh, but Luke, I can I, I, I see Nick sucking on an Oscar Wire wiener. That I could I could what see. What is it with you and me sucking on wieners all I'm the time? I'm just saying. I, I, don't I, know, just can, I, I can don't see know that. This. But a Sabretz, you can't beat a Sabretz. Can't suck can't a Sabretz. Can't, can't beat a Sabretz, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, never you, not a hit. Never not well, a hit. You like the Sabret. But I'm going to do a hot dog. I'll do some breads. I'm yeah. not a hot dog guy, but I'll do it, you know, because sausage, all, peppers, all that through, kind of uh, a thing. All through New York City, they're all the dirty water dog stands are, are sabret, right? They are. Yeah. I believe so. Well, but I but believe. like Nathan's, dirty though. Water dog. Are they Nathan's? Nathan's. Nathan's. There's another too. one, right? Nathan's yeah. in Bay Ridge. Um, Nathan's and, live. and Boar's Head make really good hot oh, dogs, too. they're really good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, you know, as we get into... You know, the fall kind of a thing. Um, it's not summer kind of a, a thing, but, you know, people are, are thinking about... Um, oh, yeah, this is like a this is like a dope deal or something. Or like okay, a, so what do you got going on it, with it looks the... shady. Let's ask it's, Mike... It's a half a... Um, let's what? ask Mike what he's got in his it's, bag. It's a, it's a half a Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket. Cheese and oh, pepperoni. God. You want it? Pepperoni. No, I haven't. Oof. Oh, that, I don't know if I could eat one without dying but now. I, it's I like, put it up here. I'm not going to eat it, but it, it looks like it's sort of like a shady drug Jim Gaffigan's got 70s. a great, great bit about uh, Hot Pockets, and he, he accentuates it pretty well. He's like, it's just, oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to quote Jim Gaffigan's comedy stand-up routine. I don't remember it, but I it, think it's, you are. it's disgusting is all I'm saying. It's, it's not, I don't judge anybody for eating anything unless it's like human shit, but. Uh, Still shouldn't judge. I'm <laughs> who the hell are you, exactly. right? Yeah, someone wants to eat human shit. I mean, if somebody wants to eat some human shit, yeah, who the hell? I, who the I, hell I used is to you? Know to you. Fucking, uh, no, I'm just. I think we're talking too much about this. Yeah, <laughs> I used to know you. An, yeah, an I think we're going over. But right, I don't know. Hot pockets are like sh- meat pop tarts. The shit. You know, I eat a pop tart every now and then when I just can't control the sugar cravings. But there's nothing. Wrong I don't think with I've ever had a craving for a pepperoni pizza. 
that's Nick likes to put his pinky up every now and again, you know, but he's a just sitting, exactly. he's sitting at home eating Skittles like everybody else. But there's nothing. But they're wrong always with that. flavored. These hot these hot pockets are always flavored like things. If I wanted beef ravioli, I'd get beef raviolis. I wouldn't get a hot pocket that says beef ravioli. Who eats beef ravioli? Is there beef raviolis? No. I thought that's only by Chef Boyardee in the fucking cans or whatnot. Usually, if you go to a nice restaurant, there's no fucking beef raviolis. They're gonna be cheese oh, raviolis. They're gonna be spinach and cream. It's not gonna be beef ravioli. I need protein in the ravioli. I, so, I mean, I can do cheese, but it's not my favorite. So, well, how's it taste, Mike? Good. <laughs> he's kidding. Yeah, I hope he's we get the. I hope out. we get the pot pocket uh, uh, sponsorship here. Uh, we we got the hot pocket too. I mean, hot pockets. Don't get me wrong. I guess they're trying to recreate a, like a calzone kind of a fucking thing. Is that yeah. what it is? A calzone. No, uh, they what is it? Um, what's the other own? What's the, the deep uh, dish? No, <laughs> no. What do you get? Um, Blintz. Shit, it's kind of like a calzone, but it's smaller. It's got oh, meat in it. uh, I know what you're talking about. Calzone. You got a. Um, I can't think of what it is. Um, what Nick? the hell is it? A panzerotti. Forget no. it. Calzone and a. They're at like every pizza place. They are at every pizza place. I know what you're talking about. Right, along with calzone pizza. Stramboli. Stramboli. Uh, Stramboli. Thank you. That hurt. Stromboli. Yep, Stromboli's good too. So the Strombolis are rolled. It's like kind of like a shitty Stromboli. Yeah. Right? And this, this is like a shitty, shitty version of a shitty Stromboli. It is a very, but you because know it's not what? Hot Pocket. It's but whoever uh, created Hot Pockets it's made money. They're Grub dancing something. their way to the bank because that, that, I mean, that was a fucking very creative uh, move. Big time. Absolutely. Good marketing tool. Good marketing tool. I we wonder if that's fixed, some, though, you know? If we could create a product, what would it be? What would you want to create in terms of a food product? I'm putting you on the spot here. Well, that's a tough one. Right? That is a tough that's one. A really, yeah. <laughs> this is oh, like yeah, the Miss America pageant. I don't know. You know, if we're guaranteed success, I'd love to corner the market on cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, the best cheese going. I couldn't like my own product. Do we so have the best couldn't. cheese going though? I don't know. It would be nice. We get the best wine. But we couldn't beat out Europe. We couldn't beat out Europe with the cheese. Right? No. Just start now. Well, we beat them with the wine. No. No, we did not beat them. Yeah, we did. No, we did not. Yeah. Like famously, California. Oh, you're so full of shit. Beat, if you think California oh, wine one is category. Paris wine, wine out. Because at that really? point, everybody thought that. The Parisian what? wines were the only ones that, like, were the primo wines. And historically, California wines won in every single, uh, in this certain year. I forget what year this was. I was just reading about this. In the, the 70s? Day. Ah, whatever year this was. Uh, it was um, great. I mean, it was really, it's... it's you were story. full of shit. No, There's it's a no story. way we beat fucking Italy out in uh, top right? 10 Right, in France? No. I mean, okay, gra gra granted, we, I mean, you just cannot beat out... The Europeans. I, I might be thinking of wine or French. Uh, exactly. Yeah, cheese, for, wine, I mean, or chocolate. For centuries. I mean, they, they have created wine. And yeah. I'm not knocking California wines. California wines are great. I'm a, uh, if I'm going to drink wine, I'm either, either going to drink a Pinot Grigio or I'm going to drink a, um, yeah, I'm going to keep it, keep it easy. Pinot Grigio. I'm going to keep, um, I'm going to drink, if I'm going to drink um, red wine, I'm going to drink a Pinot Noir. Ooh. I can't do the Merlot or, uh, you know, Merlot, yeah. Merlot thing or anything of that nature. I don't know why. I think more, Merlot to me is just too thick. I'm mm. not really sure. I was never into reds. Never into reds? Reds typically put you to sleep. Whites sort of let you keep going. I mean, because reds are very thick yeah. from what I understand. 
I don't and know. And I'm not a, I'm not a, I mean, there's a lot of people out there, and if anybody out there can give us more insight, please do so. Um, Isn't it subjective, though? Because like, we pay people to tell us the, what wine tastes good, but I mean, I don't like Hot Pockets, where some other person might eat them every day because they love the taste. It's, it, that's a subjective thing, right? I guess it is. It's all yeah, taste. to a certain degree. Yeah. Absolutely. But what was that movie? There was a movie, um, I can't remember what it was. Um, I think it was called Sideways or something like that with these two guys. Um, Old Giamatti, Thomas Hayden Church. Mm -hmm. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. It well, then he was like, oh, I'm not drinking no fucking Merlot. Yeah, he's you all know? totally against Merlot. Yeah, totally against Merlot and whatnot. Um, so I think that Merlot is like the... "Quote unquote," the mainstay, and it's like the shitty one. It's the Pino, shitty one. Pinot Noir is top notch, right? Or I don't know. Or? Pinot Noir is top notch. It's something I like, but I don't know. I don't know what you know. What is what is what is good? What is bad? Any of that kind of shit. But to see your enemies driven before you and to hear the lamentation of their women. Exactly. So, but at the end of the day, it's all subjective. I think Nick's right. I mean, whatever you want is yep. what it is. So. You know what? I was coming up, um, you know, uh, on a birthday with a friend, and um, uh, his son is turning uh, mid-20s. And it got me thinking in terms of music and whatnot, because we talk about music a lot, and, um, and I saw some kind of an article about 27. I don't know if you ever heard that. But it's a 27, and basically what it is, it's, it's, it's this weird kind of a date where a, a lot of artists that we, we you know, had who were just unbelievable, they, they, oh, the they died at 27. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, there's a whole list. We have Hendrix who died at 27. Yep. You got Joplin who died at 27. You had Cobain, Morrison, Amy Whitehouse. You got um, Juicy World. <laughs> well, I'm not really sure. Juicy, yeah, Juicy, Juicy World. Juicy, yeah, Juice World. Juice World. Juice World died? Juice World died, yes. Give me a second. Can you turn this off? <laughs> to be honest with you. Okay. I don't know who Juice Juice World. <laughs> it's so fucked. <laughs> who the no, fuck is all messed up? It's well, not what do you funny. Mean? Well, hold up a sec. It's not funny. My Once you're a public figure, it's hilarious. That's uh, true. That's true. Sure. If I, you know, if I die, I'm barely Elvis, public yeah, he figure was, He anymore, was much younger than 27, funny. though, by the way. The, and he, he passed away funny. of, uh, I think, what, Percocet on a plane. Oh, really? Well, that's my point. By accident or like um, I don't know of? if that's an accidental type thing. Well, here, here's my point, though. If you if you look at all these creative artists, you think to yourself, how the fuck did this happen? They're so creative do you think that they just, I mean, and they, they were so self-destructive. Yeah, they got it made. Uh, they had it made. Got it made. Why is it that somebody has it made to that degree would just want to uh, absolutely. Yeah, why wouldn't you just get blunted? Blunted and then just make love to people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, all day. Yeah. I, and then go make more music. Do you think it was a drug <laughs> of choice, maybe? They're probably all on heroin, kind of a, you know, cocaine, that kind of a thing. Could have been. You know, I, that's the easy thing, too. You get why can't by the you toe. do a Willie Nelson kind of a thing? Willie Nelson's going to be like fucking 95. And yep. I remember an interview he said, he was like, you know what? Coming off, because um, he drank all the time. I mean, he drank in it was mid-60s and whatnot. And then I think he, he changed over to pot. And then he just sticked with pot. Now he's fucking in his 90s. But I think everybody goes 
balls to the wall. So everybody, you know, from Hendrix and whatnot, they were they were doing all the, you know, shooting up and all this shit. And it's just crazy that you think that these people who had the fucking world by their hands, do you think maybe it, 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 it was just too much for them? That they just, they couldn't handle it? What do you think made them... I think the, the lack of knowledge of addiction that we have now. Right. I think the lack of knowledge of addiction that we have now. So they would just take things thinking they're getting off and having a goofy time, but then you're getting addicted to this. Right, 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 right. Accessibility. Right, right, right. And they were coming out of a repressed culture, I think, especially the Brits, you know, real stiff culture. So the 60s... Well, a lot of these uh, people, I mean, if you, you know, look at rock. Hendrix, if you look at Joplin, you look at a, a lot of these people, they were, I mean, they're born and raised in America, I mean, do you think in America were kind of repressed. Too. Do you think that maybe some of these people just basically they were just like, you know what, they didn't they didn't realize that they um, were taken into a level or, uh, or an extreme where they they could just you know one night could just take them out. Yeah, that choke, kind of a thing. choke on vomit, whatever it may be. Yes, you know. But it's 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 crazy that such a so many talented people. Who provided so much to the culture yeah. from a musical standpoint could just obliterate themselves when they had so much to give. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Amy Winehouse, good example. Oh, she was, she was great. A, I think she was a wreck the whole time. She was a wonderful great. voice, you know? Yeah. You know? You got Amy Winehouse. <sighs> I mean, you have Hendrix. You got so many different Hendrix, things. I hear, was murdered. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. dun. What? I never heard that. Yeah, he had a crazy uh, manager uh -huh. that had kidnapped him previously and was an ex-Green Beret. Uh -huh. I can't say anything else just in case the guy's alive. Dude, I can never, I, I, I've never heard that. Yeah. Is, is it like a Marvin Gaye kind of a thing or what? I don't know. When he's shot by his father or some shit like that? I mean, uh, I don't know. I heard it from a friend. He was so murdered. I don't, uh, yeah. Really? I've, I've heard this. Never heard that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah well, I hope. You know, we're trying to... Play. Oh, that's not good. Nick, talking about Jimmy No, Fiend please, Murder. I'm not... Keep talking. I'm not talking to you guys. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're, trying to we're, we're, we're trying to prove Tupac right now. You're trying to prove that Tupac is alive? No, we're trying to prove Tupac was murdered. Did you hear the whole Tupac thing? murdered? Oh, yeah, he was. I you mean, know, we you got Suge Knight who's saying, <laughs> no, that's not right, and all this other shit. Okay. And I guess they got this other guy named... named D cave or some shit like that. Yeah. I'm not really. Uh, I don't I really you. know so the whole. Keefe D recently got arrested for the murder of Tupac. There we go. And while That's he's good. in interrogation, he said that P Diddy hired him to do it. P really? Diddy, P Diddy, P Duff Combs. Oh, I wonder if he could prove that. Probably not. Right. Combs got too much. Is he just doing that to be salacious? Combs ain't oh. going down. Combs is like fuck you. He's going to be like, you know what? I got uh, Combs worth like $850 million. He's but it's money. because he did ride some coattails there. You he know? did. He did the Sting song, you know? Well, I've you also know, heard. Seems like um, I've turned back well, you also the time. Hear, exactly. Well, you also hear that. Uh, hey, he's rolling that shit right to the bank. I miss you, baby. Yeah. And like, donating like $2 million to Biggie's kids. Something like that, yeah. You also hear that Combs... Compared to the $850 million he's made off the guy's back. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Or a billion. Um, <laughs> Sean Puffy Combs. I mean, I don't want to... I, I, 
That's accusatory. I shouldn't it say is anything. It? That is, yeah, it's fucked up. It's, I, it's libelous. Un, it's libelous. Yeah, it's slander. Libelous. Slanderous. Is it slanderous or libelous? I don't know. It's, I think it's libelous. Libels spoken, oh. slanderous written. It's libeled. Yeah, slanderous written. Libeled. No. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Hopefully it's not libeled. I, I will tell you guys in the hip-hop world, there are rumors about Diddy, and a lot of rappers don't like being around him. Yeah. Oh, really? I heard he... Uh, is he there, like, does he have a trail of bodies? No, I heard he likes to suck cock. That's what I hear. Uh, so, so I'm not really sure. Really? So he'll um he'll cast and couch someone? I don't know. Probably. Some young eager rapper is like, all right, I got it, you know? And you know what? He's I don't like, know the guy personally, my, uh, but uh, that's what I've heard. Not really sure if that's uh, the case, but uh, I, I, I understand. I, I, I've read, I've, I've listened to some, uh, some rhetoric or whatnot, and uh, apparently this guy, uh, he's sort of like a, uh, he's like a, a, a Hip hop sort of pedophile kind of a dude with other really? other younger rappers or some shit like that. I don't know. Jeez. Put a disclaimer out to the public: we're just reading the same news you're reading. Yes, and yes. I was just coming right. up with this, our own insane. This is recent news. Fucking coming. We have no inside information about the murder of Tupac None. Shakur. None. Oh, we don't know shit about it. <laughs> we know nothing about it. We're just making. Um, we're just talking. Yeah, we're just talking. <laughs> So, um, just to let everybody know, we're going to have a, uh, a little Halloween uh, gathering by us. Um, we'll let you guys know uh, what time, but I think it's going to be probably somewhere between 5 and 9 by us. We'll give you a date at a later point in time. But Mikey and I, we need a little costume. Carry. Yeah, a little costume, a little karaoke, a little, little karaoke. hot dogs. Little hot yeah. dogs? Um, Tiny yeah. hot dogs, actually. Next, exactly. And next episode's going to be our Halloween episode. Serving them in my shorts. On the 27th, we're going to be doing this. Are we going to be doing a... Yep, that sounds good. Does that work? That sounds works good. for me. I'll be there. Hello, hello, hello. I'll be, that sounds great with I'll me. I'll be drunk, uh, but... Nick <laughs> will be okay. drunk, so you want to come down here and see Nick drunk. That's normal operating. That's normal operating speed for my kind. Of, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. All right. Yeah. Uh, Toodaloo. So, goodbye. Please ta-ta. check us out at Mikey N Al Podcast. That's Mikey N Al Podcast. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. TTFN. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you guys. Okay, bye.